You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's Shaving. Go to harrys.com and we'll give you a $5 off if you type in the coupon code Tuesdays oh, yeah. with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Enter coupon code Tuesdays at checkout for 5 bucks off and start shaving better today. Yes! Motherfuckers! Another episode of Tuesdays coming right up. Here it comes. In your anal. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me And I can't choose what I want to say Hey, good looking What you got cooking? How about cooking up a little semen with jizz? <laughs> I wonder how semen would go in a pan. You think it would sizzle? I think it, it would sizzle, yeah. yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I think it might be pretty tasty. You never know. I, sometimes you know. You know, if you put sugar in a pan, it turns into caramel. So I did you, not know that. You didn't know? That's how you make caramel. Wow, what are you, from the South? I am. Is that caramel? We used to, you know, me and Aunt Patty would cook up a little caramel and, uh, you know, hit the hit the old river for some <laughs> for some laundry time. I think that's a gulf. Ah, yeah, we had a gulf. Yep. And we, a, probably a river, too. We had the Mississippi. The riverboat. Oh, uh-huh. what has four eyes and can't see? Mississippi. There it is. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Woo! That was pretty quick. Still I thought you were going to I thought you were gonna say you were hanging out with Ant. You were like, me and Ant, and oh, then you paused. Oh, the <laughs> comedian. Yeah. the, uh, the, <laughs> the com- Remember that guy? I hated him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's still out there. Uh, is he? I think. I don't know. Uh, well, Harrison Greenbaum will take him over. Oh, boy. Easy does that it. That didn't take long to get spicy. Uh-huh. Well, hey, boy, speaking of spicy, it's been years. Yeah, I haven't seen you since uh, 89. Yeah, we yeah. We had just gone to see uh, Driving Miss Daisy together. That's right. And, boy, uh, that Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, you, you hit under my feet, so we went to pay the uh, price. It was a drive-in. <laughs> oh, that's right. You yeah, were working yeah. the pedals. Uh-huh. I couldn't reach. I was seven. <laughs> we loved that movie. Oh, yeah, classic. Morgan mm. Freeman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a free man. Yeah. Thanks to Abe Lincoln. Yes. And JFK. Same, and Johnson. Same height as you. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we talked about that last week. That's all I know about you. <laughs> herpes. What about the herpes? Oh, that's right. Lincoln, he had it. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, what a crazy... First of all, we got to start recording these on a weekly basis. I haven't yes. seen you in six months. I didn't recognize you. I know. I know. I'm a little disheveled. You're fat. you got a mustache uh-huh. and a monocle. Yeah. <laughs> We're on top hat with tails, folks. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I had wild uh, sex with a with a lady like for seventeen hours last night. So oh my I'm god! A little, wow, can I sniff you, please? <laughs> All right, Ooh, I bet that's... you can guess the ethnicity if you <laughs> sniff uh, sniff right. Oh, it, I only white's the only smell I've ever smelled. Oh well, you're gonna be blown away. I'm kidding. I had sex with an African one time. Ooh, that's I, right. Yeah. yeah, an actual African. That's worth ten. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's like off the boat. Yeah, not, not boat flew, but you're safe. You lived in Harlem and fucked an African. You're mm-hmm. you're good to go. Uh, not to mention, I volunteered in the Obama campaign that first run. Oh Jesus Christ! No wonder you got a big piece. Mm. That's karma. <laughs> yeah, and I have a Martin Luther King CD. 
Oh, right, right. Of his speeches. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a hell of a disc. Put that one on with a, when you're on a date. Yeah. Hey, look hey, at this guy. Hey, Joe, nice everybody. Hey, buddy. Boy, the, everybody's here. Booker of Stand Up New York is here. Check out the club, Great Club 78th and Broadway. Yes, please. So, um, speaking of, well, anyways, I was out. I, I just got back yeah. from, uh, I was on the road. I was in Erie, Pennsylvania. Ooh, spooky. Not the most pleasant place to visit. Not a fan. So, uh, I couldn't book a flight. I got a 5.20 p.m. flight. Don't you hate Ooh. the 5.20? Hate it, because you can't relax all day. Yes. And you just want to get the hell out of there. No offense to the lovely people in Erie. There's some nice people. Right. But uh, the, the early flight was 6 a.m. and flew to Newark. So it's that thing where you're, you're weighing it out. I'm like, do I want to wake up at 4 a.m. and then mm. get to Newark and then have to get across the river? Right. This flight went to LaGuardia but didn't leave till 5.20. I fly to Detroit. Ah. Hour layover in Detroit. Then I get into LaGuardia at 9.20. I'm hosting the cellar at 11.30. Whew. So, of course, my flight gets delayed. See, this is where you and I differ. I would have taken that six in a second. Oh, my God. You got to get up at four in the morning. I, I like su- to sleep in a little bit. I mean, it'd be nice, but I suck it up. I sleep on the plane, and then I nap when I get here. Yeah, it's not bad. But Newark is such a pain in the New- balls. I hate Newark because you're so close. I don't even so know close, where I am. But so far, yeah, you got to get that New Jersey transit. You, you, you take a bus to a plane to a train to a subway. And now, what if LaGuardia was 100 yards from your house? I live eight minutes from LaGuardia. Oh, I forgot about the Queens. Yes. So I, I my plan is I land at 918. At LaGuardia, I go. I take a cab. It's a ten minute cab ride. Yeah. Boom, I'm home. I, I lay low for an hour. I shower. I jerk off. Oh, I nice. Stick my finger in my ass. Woo. Take the train to the cellar. Eleven thirty show. Boom. Wow. My flight gets delayed. Then it gets delayed again. <sighs> I, I think they just know it's two hour delay, but they keep telling you in increments, right? So you don't lose your fucking mind. Exactly. That's yeah. how they get you. Yeah. Because you can complain with a two hour. Whoa, two hour. I want a. I want a Obal Pan voucher. Right. This way they go, well, we're going to be delayed 10 minutes, we're going to be delayed 8 minutes, oh boy, it's not our night, 15 minutes, and I'm like, just fucking tell me when we're landing. Yeah. So, luckily we had a good, uh, he said we have a healthy tailwind, and so we shaved a little time. We shaved with Harry's. Hey! We we Harry shaved uh, some time off. We get in, and then I get outside. Have you ever had this happen? First time I've ever experienced this. The line for cabs... There's 300 people in the fucking line. I've seen that. That's the worst. Bananas. Yeah, I've even tried to sneak down a little bit and get my own cab, and they go, ah, blow me. You got to get in that line. I'm right. Like, ah, shit. Well, they had the guys that walking through sneaky, like drug dealers, like, free cab. If we want a cab, no wait. Ooh. But that's illegal, and I get yeah. worried. I want to get pinched. Right, right. It could be a setup. Oh, what if they come attack that guy, and they send him off to, you know... The girl you fucked. Immigration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I wait in line for like 40 minutes. For oh, a cab. God. And the clock's just ticking away. I'm hosting at the cellar. I'm freaking out. You might have to go right there. I did. Aha! I took, I got in there. I say, uh, you know, McDougal in West Third, please. Yes. Take the BQE to the Williamsburg, yeah. which is pretty beautiful. Anytime I've ever driven over the Williamsburg, it's, I've been driving, so you can't really ah. check it out. So I'm checking out the view. I'm coming straight off the road right yes. to the cellar. Yes. Hot, hot night. That's great. So, Boy, what a, what a comedian you are. Yeah, it's a real comic, I feel like. I'm walking up with my backpack and luggage. And uh-huh. Everyone's like, hey, where are you coming from? And I was right. like, oh, I was middling and eerie. So that kind of took away from the, uh, the <laughs> right. excitement, but uh, it was a big Big night. Schumer was there, your, your, your girl there. Oh, yeah. Schumer and uh, Phil Hanley and Sam and Chris Stefano and Woo. Sarah, my girlfriend, showed up. And what a hang. What a what a hang. Classic hang. Nikki Glazer and 
Are you all at the table? Are we in a booth? What are all we doing? at the table. There's like uh, nine of us. Wow. I was sitting AC Slater style. We had everyone just crammed in. Oh, Schumer's boy. on my shoulders. It was yes. wild. And you're hosting, which means you're the fucking you're the backbone. I'm running the show. <laughs> yes. So we're hosting, and uh, we get the crowd is hot. And I got a thing here. I got to say this. I think that there's a hosting problem in this city. I didn't want to say it. Uh, I didn't want to say it either. I keep it to myself. But you don't have to do the crowd work. And the crowd work, I think, even takes from the show. Right, right. I think when you have a bad crowd, it's because there was a bad fucking host. Yes. Sometimes they're just assholes. True. But there's crowd work. You don't have to do it. Right. I don't know how it got started. I know. Just go up and tell jokes. My theory, and this is going to sound incredibly mean, so uh, feel free to cut the mics. But uh, I think... A lot of comics who weren't good just became hosts mm. because it's all a hype game. Uh-huh. So then they're like, well, I'm good at hyping up. I'm good to get the energy going. I don't have any punchlines, but hey. And then they just get stuck doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, that's certainly an interesting theory. Yeah. It's not bad. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> the phones are lighting up. They are lit up. They're smoking. Uh-huh. But I, I think it, it ends up taking for the show. So anyways... If you just do material, that's what they're doing everywhere else in the country. Right. If you go to right. Kansas City Improv, the MC comes out and starts telling jokes. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't until I moved to New York where everyone's like, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. Where are you from? And you're like, right. well, where's the bits? Yes. Where's the comedy? And now they're all scared. They're all terrified. Like, oh, he's going to make fun of me. Right. And then when they bring up the first act, he's the first guy doing jokes. Yeah. And they're like, what's this weird rhythm he's got going? So it's not good until the second guy gets up. Yes. Anyways, so... uh I go up and host him, having a fun show. The crowd is hot. I oh, mean, they boy. are hot. Everyone's killing. It's, yeah. it's great. Chris Rock shows up. Ah, one of my faves. One of the greats. Yes. He shows up. He's going to go on. He goes on after Nikki Glazer. I'm so excited. Ooh. When you host, you're like, oh, how fun would it be to bring up one of these people? Yes. And it, the, the, the show is sold out. It's packed, and they're a hot crowd. Oh, and boy. Can I tell you my intro? I was pretty proud of it. Oh, please. I asked him, if he, I was like, do you want me to plug the movie or anything? And he goes, nah. So I went up and I said, uh, hey, you guys are a great crowd. Are you ready for more show? And they all go, woo! They're, they're pumped. They're yeah. pumped for anybody. And now what, what are we on? The third comic now? He's the third? He is the fourth. The fourth. It went, uh, Jeff Leach from England. Oh, yeah. Nice guy. Uh huh. <laughs> a lot of rings. Yes. Uh, but, a, but a sweet guy and funny, too. Funny guy. Oh, is he funny? He is funny. Oh, I gotta watch. Oh, him. yeah, he's funny. So he goes on, and then Ross Bennett, classic. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a charmer. Classically funny. Nikki Glazer kills. So then I go up after Nikki. I go, you ready for more show? They go, yeah. I go, uh, well, here at the Comedy Cell, this is the best comedy club in New York. Oh, yeah. Which means it's the best club in the country, which means it's the best club in the world. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this here. Oh, right. Whoops. Well, well they know. Stand up New York knows. What can we do? Yeah. So I already said it. But anyways, this is the second best club in the world. Second best. <laughs> but best podcast unit. Yeah, great labs here. Oh, they're going to hate this. Oh, boy. So anyways, so this is what I say. Omaha Punchline's not bad either. <laughs> so I said, this is the best club in the world. So occasionally we get uh, big special guests that drop in, and people already go, woo! Oh, boy. They, they start clapping. That's there's why a, they show up, baby. That's what they want to see. There's a buzz, and I go, so we get special guests that drop in, and lucky for you, tonight's one of those nights. So please give a warm welcome for Chris Rock. Wow. And the place, I mean, they go bananas. Oh, boy. And we talked about this before. A lot of times when these special guests show up, it takes them a minute. The crowd is very skeptical. They go, oh, wait. Oh, my God. I think that's a black. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This one, immediately, they just exploded. Oh, boy. That is wild. I think because I ooze sincerity. You do. I think they were like, this guy wouldn't lie to us. Right, right. They uh, fucking explode, and then uh, Rock was great. And he really? had some friends there, 
Uh, Steve McQueen, uh-huh. director of uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, wow. I believe he won the Academy Award. Academy Award winning director. And then who is the girl? Uh, Union. Gabriel Union. Who's dating Dwayne Wade. She was there. Oh, wow. Quite a looker. So uh, there was some big, you know, A-list celebrities there. Uh-huh. Steve McQueen, A-list director. I don't know if he's an A-list celebrity. Is he a white guy? He's a black guy. Okay. I thought he was old bullet Steve bullet, McQueen. yeah. I was like, that guy directed 12 Years a Slave? That's crazy. Right, right. But it's a, it's a, it's a young black director. And uh, so they were there. And Rock, because he had these buddies there, brought the A-game. Oh, and I love the A-game. he was murdering, and it was just great. It was quite a thrill. Oh, boy. And then the next three acts, Phil Hanley, Sam Morrill, Chris DiStefano, three of my favorite guys. And they had to, Phil had to follow Chris. Yeah, I did about five minutes after it. Well, oh. first I went up after Rock, and uh, I just sat there and sat and let them buzz. Yes. I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to let you guys buzz. Smart move. Because everyone, they don't let you go to the bathroom when Rock is on stage. No. So everyone's going to the bathroom, and then right. his friends are leaving. Some people left, because now it's we're two hours into the show. Right, Rock right. did 45, whatever. So I just sat there on the stage saying nothing as the crowd just buzzed. Yeah. And then slowly I was like, all right, shh. Let's bring it down. Uh-huh. I did about five and really took it on the chin. There was about ten people laughing. Good man. And then I did the whole, uh, this spot, this is a tough spot following Chris Rock, but this guy, I don't know who would be a better guy to do it. Ah. Uh. ba 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 Phil Hanley. He did pretty good, had a good set, yeah. and then by the time Sam went up, it was back to just being uh. a great crowd again. Now let me ask, did Phil go, please, do a fucking, do, do a set, please? He didn't beg, but he was like, are you going to do a minute? But but of course, I mean, come on. What am I? Yeah, yeah. Fucking asshole. Hey, I've seen a couple people, I'm not going to name names, but they go, all right, how about that Chris Rock? Hey, give it up for Mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well. They even say my full name. Not me. But it was a great night. And then we went upstairs. It was me and Sam and Phil and Sarah. It was one of those nights where you just feel, and Val, and you just feel grateful and happy. It's like, uh, it was all these great friends and there's also a chill in the air which i love yeah city gets a nip I'm, I'm on my twinkle toes all you night you love a nip i love a nip now so that was that was that was last night but i i gotta hear from you because i haven't talked to you i haven't seen you you've been all over the fucking creation all right i'm gonna go backwards chronologically because i got Please. some shit from uh tonight and or last night and the night before first of all i was on a date at the bar 1849 oh. last night which is so tough because i know you guys are all there and i would that this girl was she was nice, but you know, you want to be at the club. Right, right. I'm worried she's going to listen. Uh, but yeah, so I'm not going to get into details. Except for the 17 hour detail. Ah, good times. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was tough to just be right there. I knew you're all there. And then, then I hear Chris Rock. I'm like, ah, I should have popped in. But uh, I was at the cellar two nights ago. I, uh, I'm standing in the hallway just watching the show. Louie pops in. Ooh. And I go, oh boy, hey, Louie's here. So I go, hey, how you doing? He goes, hey, we don't say much. Uh, a girl walks by both of us, and I do my famous fake reach for her ass, uh-huh. and he dies laughing. Oh, I bet. Oh, it's a great move. And then Keith Robinson goes, hey, you get you get knocked out for doing that. And I was like, all right, come on. Let me have this. Right. <laughs> and uh, what are you doing? And uh, so that was cool. And then he went up, and it was a Saturday night. So they are, uh, they're jazzed up. They're, they're boozed up. They're rowdy. So Louis goes up, and he's trying to just... Try some shit and it's not hitting. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to see Louis go, Oh boy, I gotta, I gotta step it up here. And he goes back into the old and he starts tap dancing up there. Oh was, wow. I'd never seen him like struggle a little bit. And he like, he turned into a comic again. He's like, All right, I gotta kill. Interesting. I, wow. I am Louis. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, I've been in, a, I was in LA for two weeks. Wow. I got a, I got a suspicion that you live there and aren't telling anybody. No, not a fan. If I find out you got an address, I'm gonna be really upset. I am spending a lot on rental cars. Too Firefly? Much. No, but they're good. Firefly's the best. Check them out, folks. They're not even a paid advertiser. We're trying to swing them. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to get a few people. I don't even eat Chipotle. <laughs> um, so, 
how crazy, you know, I get to L.A. and I do my thing where I don't book any hotel or anything. Uh-huh. I uh, talk to this girl. Uh-oh. She lets me stay there for the whole two weeks. What? It's unbelievable. She's like, my parents live above me. I uh, I get, they're, they're gone. They're in like Pakistan or wherever the hell. Is and, she Pakistani? Uh, no. Oh, okay. And uh, I think they were lost. I thought and, that was a callback to the smell thing. <laughs> wow, that's offensive. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so she let me stay. I get the whole apartment. It's like a fucking whole floor of a building. It was wild. What? Yeah, it was crazy. All she's like, just feed the cat and we're cool. I'm like, great. <laughs> I fucked the cat. You're like Tom Hanks and Big. Yes, I was skateboarding through cones. <laughs> I had a big trampoline up there. I just meant the scene where he fucks a cat. Oh, it's Boy. a deleted scene. Ah, see, I had the VHS. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm up there. I'm having a blast. You know. Boy, having a place in L.A., it's a whole different world. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and I've had a crush on this girl for years, and I just was working on her, like, the whole time, like, hey, come up for a nightcap. We're, we're, we're neighbors now, blah, blah, blah. But it's and, her home, isn't it? Well, she lives below. Uh-huh. So she would come up to the parents, and I'd be like, hey, how was your night, blah, blah, blah. And I was doing some good shows, so I brought her all the shows, and I eventually made out with her. Woo! Oh, wow. This is like a sitcom. It was great. So, uh, at some point, I'm doing all these meetings, all these pitch meetings, uh, uh, LA driving, Santa Monica, 405, the 101, the 218, the 1902, you know, just boom, 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 I'm all uh-huh. over, I'm living in my car. So, doing shows, whatever, finally, go to the improv, I have a spot at 10, I'm going up first, Judd Apatow pops in. Ooh, I love He Judd. goes, can I go before you? I say, sure, no problem, am I in the movie? And he goes, Amy's not even in the movie. Not a bad line. Uh, not great. Uh, so he goes up, does okay. I go up, have a good one. Then Dane Cook, then Joe Rogan. Wow, wild! And then, oh, I forgot to say this. After Louis went up, Paulie Shore shows up at the cellar. What? Yeah, this is at the cellar. This is Saturday night. Paulie Shore. Everybody's like, "What the fuck?" They bring him up. He barely gets a pop. He gets like a pop, like if he brought me up, <laughs> you know, like, "Hey, all right, who's this guy?" And uh, ooh. It was rough. Yeah? It was not good. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, nice guy, sweet kid, but he was like... Uh, sweet kid, he's 50. He's 46. <laughs> I looked it up. He uh, he had these terrible jokes like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not, you know, Louie, I'm not Dave Chappelle. They paid Dave Chappelle $50 million to come back to comedy. They paid me a million to get out. <laughs> Is that, <laughs> that true? That was the, that was oh, the line. They got to line up another million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was ugly. and uh, But here's the clinker. <laughs> clinker clunker so he gets off and i i i you know i watched louie i watched him i'm kind of jazzed up i'm like hey I, I work here too so we're standing in the hallway he's trying to avoid everybody and i go hey paulie i know gary veter what's that mean and he goes huh and i go veter and he goes okay and walks away and i was like geez what a dick gary veter opens to rob schneider i'd put them <laughs> As the same person in my brain. Oh, that's hilarious. You know, both big in the 90s, like, oh, you know, wow. white guys with black hair. Yeah. So Jewish? Jewish, yeah. So that didn't go over. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like when I dropped uh, Patrice O'Neill's name to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right, and right. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, all right, well. Yeah, or when Soder said, the village is working. Aha, uh-huh, yes. A lot of these. <laughs> oh, these yeah. are all in previous episodes, these stories. Are they? Yeah. Oh, good. For sure. The uh, village is working was on Dan Soder's episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I told that Philip Seymour Hoffman somewhere. Yeah, so I'm in L.A. I'm there. I get there on a Sunday night. I'm hanging out all the way till Friday. Friday, I'm doing a. I'm headlining Friday and Saturday in San Diego. Oh, great city! So I go down. This is a story. I hope you. I hope you're buckled. I'm buckled. All right, because this is what the show is all about here, folks. They buckled me in. I didn't even want to be buckled. Yes. So 
After I uh, I do that set at the Improv on Friday night, I mm-hmm. watch Rogan, I watch Dan Cook. Now it's like one in the morning. Mm-hmm. I still have to drive to San Diego. It's a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. But I was like, ah, come on, it'll be a nice drive. I got my rental car, I'll sleep in. I'm driving to San Diego, beautiful, scenic, nice road, nice night. The PCH. Is it? Pacific Coast Highway. I don't know if that's the same. LA to San Diego. Is that it? You can take that. Oh, okay. I don't know if I took that, All but... Right. It was nice. Nah, jeez, I broke up the story. No, no, it's fine. So I'm driving there, I'm driving there, and I, this is like old New Orleans shit. I just start falling asleep. Oh, man. I'm just dozing. I, I can't drive at night. I fall asleep. Oh. The, 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 the rhythm of the road, you know, and the whisping and the, and the, the lines, and, you know, just, uh, it's like humming in a, what do you call it? It's a lullaby. Uh-huh. So I just start dozing off. I wake up. I'm doing the, you know, on the side. The rumble strip. Yes. Great word. Rumble strip. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, so I, so I go, all right, I got to pull over. I got a whole hour and a half to go here. So I pull into a gas station. I buy a Red Bull and a Cliff Bar Mm -hmm. and I just guzzle that down and I'm back. I'm back on the road. I finally get there. I'm supposed to call a guy. I get there at like four in the morning and some guys like, I call him and he's like, hello. And I was like, hey, Mark Norman here. I'm all juiced up from the Red Bull. I've never drank a Red Bull in my life. I don't drink coffee or anything. So I'm like, ah, what's going on? I'm like a radio show host. Like, right. hey, this is back crack in the morning. What's going on? So uh, he's like, uh, uh, you're supposed to show up at, uh, at 11. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I had you scheduled for 11. I, had, I was going to give you the keys and everything. And I, I'm like, ah, shit, sorry. So what's the story? And he goes, all right, well, I put all of your info on the at the comedy club. It's outside on the patio. And I was like, all right, great. Where's the club? And he's like, you got to go to the mall. It's on the top of the mall, top floor. So it's 4 a.m. I park the car in the garage, empty garage. I'm all alone. I walk up all the stairs of the mall. It's on the fourth floor, like the top deck of the mall. I'm all alone at a mall. Very eerie. Yes. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Very creepy. I find this uh, big manila folder. I open it. It's got instructions to where to park it's got keys in it for the condo and it's got like the keys the punch code to get into the building and all, all these instru- it's like a scavenger hunt yeah this is like taken yes so i'm reading all the instructions and uh it says all right so don't forget you have radio at 6 30 i'm like ah it's four now oh my god what am i thinking i'm beat you know the red bull i know so I finally get all my shit together. I park the car in the right spot where I'm supposed to be, yada, yada, yada. I get all my stuff out of the car. I find the condo. I get in the condo. The condo is beautiful, by the way. Wow. Right downtown, gas lamp district, right on 4th Ave. Great stuff. I get in there. I set my phone for 6. I conk out. And usually you get picked up for radio, but I, he knew he knew I had a car, so he's like, uh, drive yourself. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, shit. So I get up at 6. I, I pop out of bed. I throw some water on my face. And I'll tell you, I used to be nervous to do radio, but now nah, those days are over. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I, yeah, I used to be terrified. So I, I put on my clothes, I run to the car, and as I run to the car, I look for the car keys. I don't have the keys. Uh-oh. It's like, ah, oh, shit. So I go back to the apartment, can't find the keys. All right. Where the hell are the keys? Did I leave them in the car? Uh-oh. I, I, the whole condo is flipped upside down. Now I'm running late. I'm like, ah, I can't find the keys. Fuck it, they must be in the car. I run to the car garage, the car is gone. What? Stolen car. No. I left the keys in it. They took it with the keys in? Well, so I'm freaking out. So I run down to like the guy in the booth at the gate, and I'm like, 
My car got stolen. I got to be a radio. What the hell? Uh, my car, you, 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 you just let cars drive on out of here. What the fuck? Uh, I like that radio is still a priority. Oh, yeah, still a priority. So the guy's like, hey, look, I've been here all night. No one, no one came in or out. I've been here all night. We got the whole thing on video. I'm like, huh. And he's like, what floor did you park on? And the floors are numbered with vegetables. It's like tomato, avocado, onion. Very odd. Wow. So I go, look, I was on onion. And I'm yelling at this guy, like, I was on onion. There's nothing on onion. I'm freaking out. And the guy goes, check tomato. So we're, like, fighting like this. And I go back and check tomato. The car's there. Oh, it's on tomato. It was on tomato. That's tomato. confusing because tomato is actually a fruit. Exactly. Uh-huh. Which I said at some point. He didn't you should have called him it. a fruit. Ah. You're a fruit. Avocado is also a fruit, I believe. Interesting. Seeds. It's all about the seeds. Is that right? Google it. All right. All right. So... My asshole is a fruit. Yeah. All kinds of seeds in there. <laughs> it's like bad weed. <laughs> All right. So I, uh, I get the car. Thank God I got the car. Oh, what a, what a feeling. Cause when you, when I, I was convinced that thing was stolen. Yeah. So when you see your car, you're like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. I've been there. So I get in the car. The keys are in the car. Cause I guess I was so dazed in that Red Bull and the 4 a.m. and the scavenger. Of course. And the onion. So I get in there. <laughs> I turn the keys. Battery's dead. Because the key, you leave the key and it dings all night. Ding, 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 ding. The little key light thing is on. Oh, that's insane. That should stop. I know, but it it dinged all night, I guess. What kind of car is this? It was a Chevy Malibu, 2014. Sounds like a Studebaker. Yeah, so the car is dead. So now I'm fucked. So I run outside. Now I know it's all my fault, you know. I, I Before it was fun because I got to blame everybody else. The the car was stolen. You're a fruit, you know, but now it's all me. So I run out to the... Uh, I run out to the street. I see a cop, and I go, hey, where can I get a cab? He goes, where are you going? I go, uh, I'm going to this radio station. He goes, never heard of it. What is that? Ah, these Who, cops. I said, where can I get a cab? And now you're making me feel like an idiot because you've never heard of it. He's grilling you. Yeah. He's playing bad cop. No good cop. No good cop. Just bad cop. So I see a homeless guy walk by. I go, cab? And he goes, oh, go in front of the hotel. I go, thanks. Jeez. Wow. Tell the cop to, you know, get get with it. Yeah. Cops listen to homeless people. Yeah. They love them. <laughs> yeah. They're in cahoots. Uh, so I run. I find a cab. I get in the cab. I go, hey, blah, blah, blah. I give him the address. This guy doesn't speak a lick of English. Straight out of Africa. Did I you mean, say step on it? I did. Ah, I love the step on it. So uh, he was like, step on what? Uh, you know, and <laughs> so finally I'm just like, go here. Go this way. And he's got the, the, the tom-tom or the Garmin thing, whatever, you uh-huh. know. And uh, so he's like, can you just put it in? So he like hands it back to me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm putting it in. I'm like, I'm half an hour late at this point. So uh, finally we get there. $40 cab ride. It was way out of town. Oh. Brutal. Brutal. I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm out of money now. I hate my car. I hate my life. I hate San Diego. I get to the radio station. I kick the door open. I go, where do I go? I'm Mark Norman. They go, Jesus Christ, get in here. It wasn't that good. But uh, the guy was like, all right, sit here for a minute. You'll be fine. You want a glass of water? I was like, please. So then they bring me in, and I just the guy goes, how you been? And I just go into the story, and I'm killing. I'm I killing bet. with the story. Just boom, bing, bang. The guys are laughing. I'm making fruit jokes. You know, it's whatever. And uh, best radio experience of my life. I did like a half hour in wow. there. Wow. They let me out. They go, wow, that was great. And I said, can I get the audio? And they said, no. And then I uh, had to get a cab back. 40 bucks again. Oh, Went geez. back. Fell asleep. Woke up, did the show. Wow. Do you think the radio worked? You get some people out? I think it did. We sold out two shows. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. It was a wild night and a good club, too. Gullman was just there, actually. Wow. How good was that sleep when you finally oh, finished at the what radio? A sleep. I mean, part of me was like, I should probably go get that car jumped. 
But I just said, fuck it, I gotta, I gotta go to bed. So I'm when like, did you figure out the car situation? Well, the car, finally, I just went, I went drinking every night, because it's San Diego, and we're right, right downtown. So I was just like, ah, I'll leave the car, I'm right downtown. And then Sunday rolls around, I have to drive back to L.A., and uh, the car was still fucked. So I called the club, and they go, oh, we're gonna send a, a guy out. So they sent this, the dishwashing woman. The dishwashing woman? Yeah, she's like a, this Hispanic dishwasher. Oh, wow. And uh, she was like, we're going to get this done, blah, blah. She was super nice and uh, very awkward, too, because like, she came over, and I was like in my underwear, and she's like, are you done with this room? I want to watch the Chargers game in here. And I was like, well, I was going to hang out in here, but what? Uh, yeah, it was very weird. So we go jump the car. That took forever. We had to ask people. It was very old school. I forgot about jumping. Yeah. Remember those days? You're like, all right, the black on the black and the positive there, and you start your car first. Right, right. Black on black is a real problem. Oh, yeah. It was a crime. Yes. Thing. Oh, geez. Oof. I didn't know what you meant. Oh, black on black crime. Black on black crime. Yeah. yeah well, Positive to negative. There yeah, was a yeah. stretch. I don't know. I think it worked. It wasn't bad. I couldn't think of anything. It certainly didn't work. It was uh, silence. Well, the guy in the booth is... Smiling. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so the finally we, I asked like 18 people. One lady's like, all right, I'll jump you. She was like this hippie lady. She jumps me. This is crazy. You got, you got female dishwashers that yes. want to watch football and female jumpers. Yeah. That's crazy over there. It's topsy turvy. Women have taken over. They're really, uh, they're really, you know, I don't want to say progress. They're washing dishes and that's true. Jumping cars. That sounds like, <laughs> yeah, but regress. They're, they're equal now. You're, they're liberated, baby. Oh, yeah. So I, I they got the great car. tits too. Some of them. Mm -hmm. So I jumped the car, and I, I let it run for like 10 minutes. And then by the time I, I was like, all right, I'm going to go get my bag. By the time I go back to get my bag, she's got her feet up. She's like got a football <laughs> helmet on. She's got a little triangular flag, you know, eating popcorn. So I go, oh, I'm just going to take a quick shower, and I'll be out of your hair. So I take a shower. I jump out. I drive back to L.A., and that's that. Wow. Yeah. So they, they reimbursed me because I told him how, how I made it to radio, and he's like, the fact that you went... I'll give you 80 bucks. That's great. Yeah. That so. sounds like a hell of a club. A pennant. Club. Pennant. Club. Yes. That's the flag with the triangle. Oh. Oh, we got to do We got to do the Harry. We got to talk about Harry some more. Oh, sure. And you, I believe, took the free hat. We, they gave us a free gift. Yes. And you used it. I want to hear all about this. They gave us a beautiful box set. It came with a razor, the, uh, the like five razors, a handle, two lotions, and two aftershave whatevers. Unbelievable. I I've never used, I'm such a cheap douche that I never use the foam. Mm -hmm. I just shave, like, and cut myself. Yeah. But I treated myself. I got, I got my weird circular mirror on my, uh, on my shower wall that has the accordion, you know, arm. Oh, I've always it, liked those. Oh, I love it. It gets all steamy. You can wipe it off with your hand. Maybe a smiley face. Yeah. So I, I bring out the Harry's and boy, this shit is designed beautiful. It's like a silver handle. I got the, Back my old handle is like it's it's all it's like Frankenstein. I got the weird head on there, like my girl ex girlfriend's uh, handle. You know, it's like pink because they they fit together. Uh -huh. That's the beauty of Harry's. It all goes together. It's all well made. Great shave, close shave. I had the nice lotion cooking, and then you put the aftershave on after, and your face feels like a your face feels like it brushed his teeth. Uh huh. It's wow. just that minty feeling. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, it was. It was nice. I, I felt like Cary Grant walking around. People like women are coming up to me like, ooh, like rubbing my cheek with the back of their hand. Wow. Good times. I was a baby. Baby face Norman here. Yeah, you look great. Oh, thank you. you a nice sheen going on over there. I'll take it. That's all thanks to Harry's. That's Harry's.com. Harry's.com. H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Promo code Tuesdays.
Save some money. Yeah, start shaving and saving today. Yes, and boy, you, you just look like a class act with this this metallic silver razor. A metallic know? squint. Yes, a galonk. <laughs> I think you should be the M&M. A couple of season eight Seinfeld references there for you kids. Oh, yeah. Well, I got to talk about this uh, Please. silly thing that happened. This is wacky. I went down, and uh, I'm doing the Gary Goleman tour. Yes. It's about time tour. Uh-huh. Come see us. I'll be in, we'll be in Minneapolis, D.C., Chicago, and uh, Bowie Ballroom here in New York, which I think might be sold out, actually. I'm going to try uh, to come to that one. Yeah. I want to, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, so, anyways, we went down to Philadelphia, Philadelphia Freedom. This is the only club we did was Helium, which is one of the best clubs. One of the best clubs. My up, God. Up there with Stand Up New York. Yep. It's a tremendous club. And uh, Goldman is so uh, giving. Yeah. What's that word? Generous. Generous. Yes. I couldn't even think of the word. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. He is, uh, he's very Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Uh, and, uh, he puts me up out of his pocket at the Lowe's Hotel, one of the best oh. hotels in the city. I stayed wow. there before. And, uh, I get, we talk about this a lot, but it's where I got sober in that hotel in right. Philadelphia. So we go back down there with Goldman. With the goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big thing. So, uh, Jason Canner comes down. He gives me a ride. Our buddy Connor, who has booked us in Philadelphia, he works at the museum. Can't wait. University of Pennsylvania Museum, and a big shout-out to Connor, this yeah. guy. He, he's a fan of the show, and uh, we're doing a show February 20th in Philadelphia at the University of Pennsylvania Museum. We'll have more details, but you got to get tickets. we got, we got to fill this place up, because yes. this guy is first class. Yes, we love you, Connie. He invites us to, uh, or invites me, because I'm going to be there, to get a tour of the of the of the museum. Ooh, all like access uh, backstage guided tour. Love that. And he says, "Bring a friend." And Gullman had a uh, radio and had some work to do, so I mentioned it to Jason Cantor, who uh, is something of a history buff. Is that right? Previous guest, and uh, well, Cantor, this is why we get along. We like to get out there and live. Yes, we like to see the stuff, the museums, the ball games, the concerts. Yes, he's a liver. You're both livers. Yes, he's a guy. He's a good. Partner, because yes. he wants to get out of the car and go see the stuff. So he right. goes, I'll go down there. And uh, we drive down Thursday night. The Gull drives. And uh, he puts me up at this crazy hotel. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Wow. Right out of his pocket. Unbelievable. I can't even say how much it costs, but more than you're probably thinking. Yeah, I bet. And uh, it's a beautiful hotel. I'm on the 33rd floor. Woo! It's a historic building. I love the city of Philadelphia. I do, too. I mean, I can't explain how much I love I love a city that has some stank on it. Yes. It's some real grit. It's got grit. It's got history. It's a, it's a, it's a real American city. It, I like a city where you feel like you're going to get killed at any moment. Uh-huh. Just beat up. That's that. That is the best uh, alumni. The city's like that. No, nobody cools from Greenville, North Carolina. Uh-huh. But you put somebody in fucking Philly or Baltimore, right? Something like that. Boston. Yeah, it's a it's a great city. So we go down there. Canner comes along. We go out. We go to a cigar bar Thursday night. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we get down there. We left at night, so we get down there around midnight. Canner yeah. and I. We go to the cigar bar. I have a cigar. He's got. He has about seventeen cocktails, and. Uh, we walk, then we just walk around having a cigar. We're climbing all over statues and stuff. Oh, we, just, yeah. we love the city. We're talking about the city. We're talking life. Yeah. He's a great life partner, this guy. Mm. And, uh, and very kind eyes, too. Great eye. Baby blues. Mm-hmm. So then we, uh, we go back to the hotel. I go to get into the room. It's like 3.30 in the morning. The, the lock, dead. Not a red light. No green light. No yellow light. It's just the battery's dead. Huh. That my room is just dead. So we're like, are we on the wrong floor? I think this is the floor. And, you know, yeah. he's, I, I don't even drink. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the floor. We just checked in. 
So we go down to the front desk. We go, our, our keys aren't doing anything. Yeah. The battery's dead. Uh-huh. Cantor works at a hotel. I've stayed in hotels every fucking week. So we're like, the battery in the lock is dead. And he's like, well, what's the room number? And I was like, it's this number. And he goes, I'm like, he's like, are you sure that's your room? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure. He goes, well, let me check. Oh, boy. So then he checks for like eight minutes. He's yeah. got to call the other guy. So I'm like, what the fuck? It's the room. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let me go up there with you, which is very annoying because it's three in the morning. I'm like, this is the problem. The battery is dead. Right. So now we got to take the elevator. 33 fucking floors. He goes up. He takes both of our keys, swipes them. And uh. goes, he's like, oh, man. I think this battery might be dead. Jesus Christ. Because they think that because they work at the hotel, yes. we know hotels. Right. You guys don't know. And right. I'm like, well, he worked at a hotel for years. I lived in hotels. Yes. There's no way you could have not swiped the card. Like, yeah, what right. Are you, an idiot? I'm like, there's no light coming on. I'm telling you the problem. Right, and right. then he goes, yeah, I think the battery's dead. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, that's annoying. So he's got to call the fixer guy. Mm-hmm. The 3.30 in the morning. So we sit there, and it's like a Seinfeld moment. It's just the, the concierge, whatever the fuck. And Cantor and I, we're just standing outside my room at 3.30 for yeah. about 20 minutes together. Wow. And we're just trying to... It was like, remember that Seinfeld? He was like, I think I'm getting a yo-yo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can, I can see, see that. I can see that, yeah. It was like one of those. We're just trying to come up with conversation. I'm, I'm sleepy. Finally, this guy shows up. He looks like he just got out of jail. Yeah. He's a uh, short, white guy, hunched over. Looks just, just, he looks like a homeless person. He's covered in paint and uh-huh. boots. He's got this long metal fishing rod thing. Uh-huh. They had to break into my room. Wow. So this guy's like, hey, you called? He's like a, a classic character. Yeah. And uh, Cantor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use, he videoed this, so I'm going to put it up on the uh, I Instagram. The video. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. So he shows up. They got to break into the room. And I learned how to break into a hotel room. We could break wow. into every hotel room. Hmm. He's got a long metal thing that bends, like a, like a coat hanger, but uh-huh. it's like six feet long. Uh-huh. So he sits on the floor, and he's got his boots on the, the, uh, the door. Yeah. And you've got to hook this metal thing underneath the door. He keeps like one side on this side. He's got his left hand. He's got uh-huh. a big like, you know, cord. Yeah. And he's got to swoop it in underneath the door, in between the door, and he's kicking the door, and it's so fucking loud. Wow. He's like, I'm just, I'm trying to be quiet here. This will take two seconds. He kept being like, two seconds. Uh-huh. And then the other guy, the concierge guy, is like, two seconds. We'll be out of here. We'll be right out of here. <laughs> and we're like, all right. So Cantor starts videoing. He's hammered. And the guy, he can't get it open, which is such a brutal feeling. Yeah. Because he can feel these six eyes watching him. Right. And he knows everybody's tired. I don't even know where this guy come, came from. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do when people aren't locked out? Right. What's your, I feel like he's just in the basement like the gimp. Yes. He's just locked up down there, and they're like, the, the fixer is sleeping. <laughs> so it takes about 20 minutes, and he's wrenching the door, he's pulling the door, he's uh-huh. kicking it, and it's like, he can't, he's like, ah, oh, it won't fucking work. And finally, after like 10 minutes, he's like... Can we give them a different room? And Canada uh. goes, our shit's in there. Like, we're already, we're already checked in. Right, We've right. been in there earlier. So he's like, fuck. And the guy, now he's not even, like, trying to be cool anymore. He's just like, fuck, mother... Fuck. And this guy's definitely been in jail yeah. for breaking into places. <laughs> I think that's what they do. They just hire people that have broken into places. It's like, catch me if you can. Yeah. So finally, after about 15, 20 minutes, he's like... <laughs> and that door breaks open. He's like... Simple as pie. The guy ah. just acted like, eh, no big whoop. Right. So he's going to change the battery. The battery's in the inside. So uh. He's changing the battery. Canner immediately goes to that mini bar and starts popping cocktails. Uh-huh. At one point, Canner was videoing the uh, the guy breaking in, and the, the concierge guy was like, hey, you can't do that. And Canner sweeps up to a shot of the guy's face, and the video ends with that. I'll put it on Instagram. Oh, please. It's I, really, uh, I'd love to see that. It's really fun. 
So uh, finally he gets in, and uh, we're just laughing our asses off. And then he's he's inside our room, yeah. changing the battery. It's just so weird because there's, there's a guy on his knees changing the lock. Right, right. And uh, we're all just laughing or whatever. So we ended up getting in there, and it was fine, and they changed the battery. Wait a minute. Canner's hitting the, the mini bar? Oh, yeah. That's like, you know... 20 bucks a pop, those well, little things. He paid me back. Okay. He makes a good living, that guy. Does he? Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I kidding? know that. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for reminding me. He owes me 20 bucks. Aha. Uh-huh. That's a lot of money. There we go. So anyways, we do that. We get up early the next morning. We go over to the University of Pennsylvania. Ivy League, buddy boy. Ooh-wee. You know me and Ivy League. I've dated a couple of those Ivy League girls. Oh, yeah? Real skanks. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very repressed. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're wonderful. They're progress- the whole thing. Whatever. Good, good people. So we take a cab over there. This tour... Unbelievable. I yeah. wish that uh, you could have come, but when we go in February, he said any time. Oh, boy. So you and I will go. We'll go see some real treats. Now, is this painting? Is this sculpting? Is this... No, uh... no. We we did a thing. We went to Mesopotamia. Ooh. So there's all this stuff, which is Iraq, yeah. which is the cradle of civilization. And right. I've actually been to Iraq, so it was really cool. Oh, interesting. But all these big rocks and stones and crazy shit that's like thousands of years old. Uh-huh. B.C. Wow. The stuff from before... Christ! Holy moly! I mean, that's insane! What does it look like? It just—it looks like rocks. Okay. But we put the rubber gloves on, and we're picking it up. You're picking them up! Picking them up, baby! Wow! And then, so this is this one girl showing us all this stuff, and then she leaves, we're like, wow, that was incredible. We're holding history. I'm holding a thousand-year-old rock. That's wild. I posted some stuff on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Joke, Julius Comedy. Oh, yeah. So then we go, we meet this other woman, and we got to meet another scientist, and she's in charge of the mummies. Uh Uh-huh. The old mummies and skulls. Wow. We meet this woman, and her name is Janet, and I forget her last name. She's a real kook. Uh-huh. Like a classic science teacher, old lady, uh, loves her job, yes. science kook. I love the kooks. She is great. Immediately, she's like, hey, you want to see some mummies? And uh. we're like, yeah. And she's laughing at every joke. Oh, yeah. Every joke, she's dying laughing. She's making her own jokes. And she's like, a, I love people that are passionate about their, yes. their jobs. There's so few people. I know. This woman's probably in her, I don't know, late, I don't want to insult her, late 50s, 60s maybe. Uh-huh. But she's like a doctor, scientist woman. And she starts showing us, she brings us into this closet with all these mummies, and she's like, well, I want to show you, but some people get uh, creeped out and find it eerie, so I don't know, and, and we're both just like, bring oh, it on. Try us. Yeah. You're, you got the right guys right, here. Right, right. So she unfolds, this is just on the floor in a closet, she unwraps this like brown paper bag style paper, and it's this a man and a baby, the man's hands are bound behind him, some sort of crazy ritual shit, is and a skeleton? baby. No, no, no. This oh. is a mummy. Oh, my so God. So there's skin on it. Oh. The skin and hair, Mark. Oh. I took a wow. picture, but they, they said don't post it on uh, whatever. Yeah. So come up to me at a show. I'll show you to you at a show if, Please, I, see, yeah. if I see you. Oh, boy. Well, you all show right after the show. I hope so. Talking to the fans. Yes. So it's hair. There's hair on this thing and a face, and it's like a thousand-year-old. Wow. I'm looking at a thousand-year-old maintained body with oh, skin. My oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. These mummies are insane. Yes. So she show, I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And we got right up close, and she's like, "It's be- isn't it beautiful? She's one of these people. Wow. It's like, she's like, it's a beautiful thing. This is life. And I had the, I had the goosebumps. I love this woman. Yes. I wanna, we're we're going to go see her when we go down there i'd love to meet her so i would get right in there i'm staring into the eyes of this thousand year old mummy then she takes us upstairs to the the practice mummy the classroom mummy mm. this one buckle up for this one 
This one we're allowed to touch. Ooh, real mummy? Real mummy! Whoa! It's between 1,000 and 1,500 years old. She's oh like, give it a touch. God. So we're reaching down and touch. This is a real life, a life that existed. Holy hell. It's like a leathery thing. We, I touched its hair. Ah. Real hair. How do they, I, I, I thought the hair would go away, you know, like disintegrate or what do you call it? Uh, because I don't know how it works. It's mummified. So ah. they, they, that's what mummy is. It's right. fucking maintained or whatever. Oh, man. I don't know how it works or yeah. how they figured it out. I don't understand anything. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Me I got too. glasses, but I'm not smart. The glasses help. Yeah, it makes you look smart. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I am not. Canner's very smart. Uh-huh, he I could, could probably explain it. Yeah, he reads. He does. I read, but I'm still dumb. I read Gone Girl. So what do I know? Oh, how was that? Loved the book, hated the movie. You saw the movie? But I'm in the minority here. Wow. I saw Fury with Brad Pitt. I thought it was great. I think oh. I would fuck him. Well. Yeah, it's a good-looking guy. Yeah, great head of hair, too. Anyways, we touched the mummy. It was great, but uh, he said any time. So maybe that day when we're down there, we'll go back. I'd love to go. Get a nice tour. Have you been to the Mooter? I did, yes. I went there. Boy, you boy, not drinking. You're seeing movies. You're at museums. I went to the Mooter on the, the first day of sobriety. That was a couple years ago. With oh, Sarah. okay, okay. That was day one. Yeah. I love a museum. Yeah, big fan. When I uh, when I first moved here, I, I befriended Dan St. Germain, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, you're, you're dating this girl. She's an artist. Come by the Met at 6 a.m. I'll give you the full tour. Wow. So we sucked it up. We woke up at 5, went to the Met. He was a security guard there. Showed us around the whole place and uh, hit on my girlfriend the whole time. Oh, wow. Very that awkward. nice. Yeah, that's Dan for you. Wow. Well, I can't wait for Philly. I mean, again, it's a ways out, but we're going to do D.C. and then Philly back-to-back Thursday, yeah. and, uh, Thursday and Friday. We'll hit a museum, and it'll be great. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you got more, if you got some dates around town, folks, let us know. We'll, we'll make it a whole goddamn tour. Yeah, for God's sakes. Any uh, bar show, we'll go anywhere. Oh, yeah. If the price is right. Yes, very low standards. Da-na-da-na. Oh, what was the price is right music? I couldn't think of it. Yeah. I could be making that up. Something like that. It's around that. You got you got more over there. I was never I'm never a fan of the uh, dollar. What was it? Uh, oh, you went over by a dollar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, you got to under. I'm closer than these motherfuckers, but I went over a dollar, so I'm out. Yeah. How about these guys that will they'll do a dollar and the next guy does two dollars? Oh, that guy. Those guys can all burn in hell. Yeah. You just want to punch those cunts right in the face. Yeah. So San Diego was fun, aside from the car bullshit. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'll tell you this. I went out every night because. You know, it's free booze. The food at this club was great. Free booze every night. And uh, so I go out with a, with the feature and the hosts, and we all went out. And uh, all San Diego, it's like a big marine town. It's yes. a big port city. So it's all Navy, Navy guys. Yeah. And so these guys are all have short buzz cuts and button downs. They're all sweating and macho, machismo all over. So yeah. you got to keep an eye out, you know? A lot of competition there. A lot of competition. The ones that aren't in the military are surfers. I don't know how anyone gets laid down there. Yeah, it's it's one or the other. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, guys like me, I, I would never survive there. Right. It's either push-ups or weed. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of in the middle, so I'm getting nothing. I'm walking around girls, and if a girl doesn't see my act, I'm out. Same. Oh, same. Are you yeah. kidding? Like I got like a 90% shot of not getting laid if they haven't seen my act. I got karaoke. I got like oh. I got my chances go up a little bit if they see me karaoke. I really bring the heat. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking around just trying to get laid, just getting shot. It was like high school all over again. Like I go up to girls and like have a line. They're like, Ugh, and walk away. I'm like, mm. damn it. So it brings you right back down to earth. And uh, so I'm walking around. Finally, I see I, the, the bars are closed. I'm, I'm SOL. I'm done. I see this one girl, and she had bangs. I go, hey, great hair. And she goes, oh, thanks. We start talking. She comes home with me. Wow. Huge, huge woman. 
Like the size of that piano. Really? Large, large lady. Breasts or just in general? Just a full-figured gal. Plump. Yes. Not fat, but plump. Plump. Thick. Yes. Big boned. Yeah. So I'm 12 drinks deep. She comes to my room. All her friends are like, you really going to go with him? What are you crazy? I'm just standing right there like an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see like guys fighting in the distance. I'm like, yeah, come on. <laughs> so she comes over. She's like, wow, great place. I'm like, yeah, well, headlining. And uh, we watch, uh, what did we watch? We watched something. I think we watched Groundhog Day. And oh, she's like, oh, classic. One of my favorite movies. I was like, yeah, me too. We, we hit it off. Eventually, I just we start making out. She's like, look, we're not going to have sex. And I was like, all right, great. And uh, we lay in bed. I try every move in the book. She won't She won't do it. Won't budge. Yeah. And then uh, we wake up in the morning, and I'm hungover. I feel like ass. I just want to be alone. And she's like, what should we do today? And I'm like, ah, I got radio. It's like noon. <laughs> and uh, she's like, all right. And she emailed me the next day going like, I should have fucked you. What was I thinking? Oh, wow. What is that? Oh, Come boy. on. Don't you find so that's she's in the minority? Don't you find that most times a girl says we're not going to have sex? That means oh. you're going to have sex. Oh, of course! I was so excited. I was like, "Yes!" Right when she said that, I was like, "Great! I'm getting laid." Yeah. Once they say we're well, not having sex, almost always it is. I know. Which I didn't realize when I was out on the scene. Yeah. Because anytime a girl would say that, I'd be like, "Damn! All right. Well, whatever." And then I've got a friend for life, I guess. Yeah. But I didn't know. <laughs> nobody told me when a girl goes, "Hey, we're not going to have sex." Yeah. That means. Hey, I want to fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to act like I'm not exactly. a slut. Because if they bring it up, they, that means they're thinking about fucking. Yeah, because 20 different times, a girl has said that to me, and I'm like, ah, all right, well. Right. Well, I guess we can cuddle. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, I think my number could have been a lot higher. I think had so. Had I known, yeah. You do the cuddle, you put the boner between the cheeks, mm -hmm. you're in business. Yeah. How can you cuddle without a boner? Ah, oh, it's impossible. Once I'm in a bed, that's boner. Oh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I got boners all the time. I got one now. I'm... I got a semi. I get boners on the plane. Oh, yeah, plane, yeah. They, Girls get horny on planes, too. Is that right? I think everyone's got a wet pussy and a hard dick on that plane. Maybe because you're like, hey, we could die at any moment. Might as well go out happy. I think it's also vibrating. You'd have no ah, ground underneath you. It makes you a little loose. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no ground. Yeah, I think it's uh, it makes you horny. Uh-huh. All right, so I drive back. This, this is how... That's how crazy uh, California is. Mm -hmm. I drive back to L.A. I get to L.A. at like 5. So I've been flirting with this girl a little bit in L.A. So I go, hey, I got nothing to do in L.A. It's Sunday night. What are you up to? She goes, I'm just getting off work. Let's meet up. We meet up. We go to her house. I, I just drive, literally just drove right from San Diego to her house. So I go, uh, hey, well, what's going on? She goes, you want to come up? I go, yeah. We go to her, her apartment. There's a dinner party going on. Like uh -oh. hardcore babies. I'm talking full five course meal, people talking, wine. So we're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't wanna hang out at your roommate's dinner party. Yeah. Uh, so she goes, all right, well, I got some, uh, what should we do? I was like, I don't know. What should we do? So she goes, well, I have some mushrooms in the car. What? And I go, what are you crazy? She goes, I love mushrooms. So I was like, all right. She goes, you want one? I go, give me the mushroom. Oh my goodness. We both take mushrooms. We go to Griffith Park. Wow. Beautiful. We're walking around. You love around. Griffith Park. I love Griffith Park. Just just cliffs, and you can see the overlooking the whole city. She's like, that's uh, downtown. That's We're looking at the whole city, panoramic. We walk uh -huh. around. The sun is setting on mushrooms, having a great time. We sit on a park bench. We're making out. Wild. I go from fat chick to mushrooms right out of the <laughs> Gee gate. She whiz. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're just making out. We're talking about life and love and the arts and philosophy and just... Having a great time, and before I know it, on Mushrooms, time just flies. Uh -huh. So it was like five. I have a show at ten in, in Covina. You did them on a night you have a show? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's topsy-turvy. I'm living, baby. So, uh, yeah, I go, I got to go to the show. She goes, all right. I drive to the show. 
I'm so fucking high on mushrooms driving. I'm singing this. I'm singing Stevie Nicks at full volume, just like ah, players only love you. Just I'm loving it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I get to the show. They go, you're headlining. I was like, oh my god. So I'm just sitting there on mushrooms watching comedy. I had the best night of my life. Then I went up, great set, fun set, trying shit, whacking out, getting weird. I and I drive back and uh, go back to that girl's place and have a fun night. Wow, I would have liked to have seen that set. Yeah, on Norman set on mushrooms. It was it was a wild one. Wow, that's yeah. and you felt like you did well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was I was in there. Wow, you're like Bill Hicks. It felt good. It was a real bar show, so there was no stakes. I just I just went loose. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. Boy, that is something else. Oh yeah. So then I flew back to. New York, and my parents are in town. Right now? No, they were when I flew back. Oh, thank so, goodness. you know, I'm on no sleep. I go right to the airport. Boom. Dinner with parents. Oh, my God. I'm getting no breaks in life. I, I got no downtime. It's just like, there's no like, ah. Uh, it's just, boom, land the plane. What restaurant are you at? Take a cab there. Right. And that was tough. Well, you have downtime, but you're eating mushrooms in your downtime. I guess you're right. That's a hell of a... Now, is mushrooms, is there a hangover situation? Nothing. Are you hungover That's, after this? Have you done them? No. Oh, I'm, we got to do them. My brain is oh, too wacky. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, I got, the, look, I got some anxiety issues and some nerve issues and uh, panic gets, disorder. Gets rid of all that. It's all. It's very zen. Uh, for some people. I feel like I'd have them. I'd, start, I'd lose my shit. Well, but now you, it's it's too late now. Yeah, yeah. Do you like weed? I missed my chance. I used to like weed, but I used to lose my mind on ah. weed. I'd get very paranoid. Okay. I when I smoked weed, I had to have it uh, very specific. I would be watching Dumb and Dumber with right. five people that I absolutely loved and yes. trusted, and then if a sixth person that I didn't really know well is like, "Wow, that's the end of that." I'm the same way. I'd fold and be like, "This guy hates me. Everyone right. hates me. I'm right. crying." Yeah, I remember one time a, a cherished memory. Me and you in Queens is probably like two years ago, three years ago. We're watching, we're high out of our minds, sitting in a dark room, me, you, and Cantor watching the Marx Brothers. Oh, wow. And you blew my mind with this one line that I think about all the time, uh-huh. where you go, you know what's crazy? Could you imagine seeing this live? Oh, yeah, and I yeah. Went, oh, my God, I never thought about that, because they, they used to be on Broadway. Yeah, they were touring acts. Yes. People went and saw the Marx Brothers live and in person. That's, they're probably running through the audience, throwing shit. Right, that's wacky. Yeah. What's amazing is I live in Astoria, and the Kaufman Astoria Studios was like Hollywood back in the oh. 30s, and they did their first three movies there. Wow. And every time I walk by there on the way to the gym or, or Starbucks or whatever, or the movie theater to go to the movies, uh-huh. I think about Groucho clocking in there. He would get out of a limo oh, and walk out. Wow. Groucho and Harpo and, yeah. and, and Chico, they're, they're getting out. This, they're going to work oh, right here. That, same spot, same building. That's insane. It's amazing. Yeah. My it's, hero. Speaking of big uh, big things and monumental things, uh-huh. I, I can't not talk about my friend Nathaniel Bargatze. Oh, please. I got to hear about this. The hour special. Nate was uh, in town, Nate Bargatze, uh, past guest, but we cut his episode because he stunk. Yeah. Uh, not but, good. Uh, not good on radio. But, uh, well, we're going to have him back. Uh, one, of, one of my really just dear friends. I love the guy so much. And uh, he's a friend. He just keeps getting better, more fun to be around every time I hang out with him and see him. Right. He's a father. He's a, he's a dad, and he's got a, he's got a hell of a baby too. I uh, spent some time with her mm-hmm. and uh, Harper. He, Harper, yes, yeah. Harper Bargatze, and he's got a, a lovely wife who I love. And so he was in town shooting his one hour special for Comedy Central, Full Time Magic. It's called. Oh, interesting. Which was big because they had a, a debate about what it was going to be called. He went back and forth and back and forth. He couldn't figure it out. The night before he shot. We did Whiplash. I hosted Whiplash, which oh. is an amazing show. Oh, how fun is that? It was really great. And uh, Nate was on. He did like a half-hour set to prep for the hour special. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm backstage listening, which is so fun. Sitting, you're sitting backstage right behind a guy. It's just a yeah, thin wall, right? And right through the curtain is my buddy. I love and it. He's killing, and so I have like almost his perspective for the ah. sound. It was really just a fun. It was like a magical week because it felt Nate and I we've known each other for so long, and you go through so much together. I remember being at the World, which is the worst right. comedy club in history. It's right. no longer there, and just being like we're both just bitter and like, how are we gonna get out of it? And Nate. Used to be just bitter. He's like the industry, and I can't get anything. And yeah, I was there. I remember when he got new faces. Oops, when he got new faces years ago. So oh you, yeah. In comedy, you, you become so close to people. Your career is their career. It's right. intertwined, right. and it, it means so much. And so uh, he's come so far. And uh, after Whiplash, I was like, hey, what about this for a name for the show? Full time magic. He's got a bit where he says that. You named it. I go full time magic. What do you think of that? And yeah. Nate goes. That's the name. Oh, I He's like, love that's, that. That's the name. And he goes, I w he wasn't sure if he liked it, if it was yeah. good. And it was kind of like he was uh, skeptical. I was like, we'll just go with this. And so he does a set. And I'm like, what about this? Oh, and so to him, amazing. it was like an omen. It was like this amazing wow. moment where I was like, I came up with it. I got wow. it. And he goes, that was the name we have. So it was a magical thing. So he feels confident in the name now. I feel like I really helped him there accidentally. Yeah. So the special comes, and uh, what a hang. It's at the Gramercy Theater, uh, which is a great, great comedy venue. It's a great music venue, too. Is that the one on Fillmore? It's on 23rd. Oh, 23rd. yes, a, yes. Yeah, Gramercy. There's and, a Chipotle uh, right by there. Yeah, it's a Chipotle right next door. Yes. So we go there. Everyone does their spots. Everyone, The city's a buzz. Yeah. Everybody loves Nate. And, oh, yeah. And, and everyone, you going? What time are you going? What show are you going? Are you going to the 7.30, the 9.30? I missed Everybody's it. Everybody's going to the 9.30. Wow. We show up. We get VIP Nate passes. Oh. There's a liner in the corner. And uh, if the the club or the venue, it's, it's sort of like rock seating. They put seats down, but it's flat. Yeah. And then there's like... Almost like movie theater style seating in the back. It uh -huh. seats about 600 people. Oh my God. So they go, the comics, friends of Nate are up here. We start walking up the steps and there's just all comics. Oh. Everyone's in great spirits. It's yeah. Jay Okerson, Dave Smith, Dan Soder, Dan Shackey, Gary Veter, Gary's fiance, Gomez. Giannis Pappas, uh, Luis Gomez is opening. He's oh, doing warm up. Wow. Uh, I'm with Sarah and it's like a, it's a, the idea of being a happiness for somebody else. We're all pumped for Nate. Everyone's wow. high-fiving and hugging. Nate's wife is there. His parents are there. Wow. Her parents are there. Wow. His best friend from school. And everyone's like this feeling of like, this is it. He did it. Wow. And, and it was just a, a thrill of a lifetime. And we're all sitting there. And he's a great comic. And he he doesn't live here. So we have so much new that we don't even oh, know. Oh, I love the new. So uh, we're all sitting there. And like you're, you're talking down the road. Isn't that fun when this guy eight seats down? You're like... Hey, Peter! Yeah, yeah. And we're all, you know, just, just the, the place is a buzz and it's filling in. They're releasing the smoke because it's a special, you know? Oh, boy. And it's just amazing. Lewis comes out and we're all like, it's Lewis. Look at yeah. him. This is crazy. <laughs> Lewis has new sneakers, you know? And, yes. Uh, Check out Real Ass Podcast, by the way, on this network. Was he wearing the blazer? He wore uh, he wore a blazer yep. with like some affliction t-shirt sure, or some bullshit. Yeah, of course. He comes out. He only did six minutes. You could tell he was nervous, but in like a fun way. Like a, like a, not like a nervous, like, oh, I'm shitting my pants, but like a, this is it. What a show. He's right. doing it. He brings out, he says, Nate will be out in a second. He walks off. And then there's this moment of anticipation. I got goosebumps. I teared up. Holy I'm like, hey, here, this is crazy. Nate's backstage about to come out and do his hour. Yes. And, I, and Nate and I have been in Iraq together twice. And we've right. been in blowout fights and the baby being born. It was such a momentous occasion. He comes out and we all just go nuts. Yeah. And we're all going, Nate! Yeah! Oh, wow. And uh, goosebumps galore. We watched the show. 
Sarah's just dying laughing. We're laughing. Wow. We're all looking. I can hear Okerson laughing. And so often in comedy, there's so much kind of competition right. and all this. We're all just having the time of our lives, dying laughing. He kills. It's a. It's gonna be a great special. Oh, it was boy. really great. He he just nailed it. There was not a moment where I was like, ooh, or, yeah. I was just like, he, you got it. Oh wow. He nailed it. He's killing. Afterwards, we all go downstairs. We're in the basement, and it's like celebratory. We had a champagne toast. Oh my god. His manager's there. My manager's there, and it was just. Uh, it was, we have the same manager, uh, and everyone. Dustin Chafin and Okerson and uh, all these guys. What a night! We took a great picture again, also on my Instagram, of I a bunch that. of us hanging out. And then we went to the after party. Comedy Central picked up the tab. Oh. We're getting food, and everybody's there. Nate had to go back to his hotel to to change his outfit and drop off his stuff. Probably have a moment to himself. Where where was the after party? At uh, uh what's it called? The spot or the the tab? Maybe no. Uh, it was right down the street. It's a hell uh, of a bar. I think the spot. The tap. The it's tap. Called the tap room. I know the, the tap, tap room. Yes. Best wings in the city, by the way. They're oh yeah. Thick and meaty. Ooh. So we're all hanging out, and then everyone's just talking about Nate. We're all just celebrating Nate. Nate comes in. The whole bar burst into an applause. Oh, my God. Great moment. God. I stood up on a stool, standing O. Wow. Everyone stands. And Nate, this is when he got emotional. He got, like, really, he welled up. And, I mean, a full bar. And people, every comic in the city is there. Everyone's just clapping, whistling. Oh, yeah, wow. And everyone's giving him, grabbing him by the shoulders. Yeah, you son of a gun. Oh, boy. And uh, it was great. I can't imagine the relief or the feeling. Uh, because you have that when you do that late night. Yes. But when you do a late night... You're alone. Not everyone was there. Yes. This is 150 people. Everyone in the city is there, and right. everyone burst in, and it was like it was like it's a wonderful life. It oh, was great, man. And uh, just big hugs, and uh, man, it was beautiful. And then the next day, a bunch of us went out to lunch, and uh, it was just good spirits. Everyone yeah. was just in good spirits. Like, man, one of the good guys. This is one for our side. Yes, just a guy who just grinded it out. Used to do fucking six sets a night, and uh, for years, and uh, he's just a guy. He's just a good fucking like a great guy and uh, yeah. i couldn't be happier it was awesome i can't wait for it to come out wow i and can't we'll, wait to see it uh, we'll keep everybody posted on when it comes out great guy great comic to underrate i mean this guy's been under the radar but it's like hey fallon loves him burr loves him Marin loves him conan conan like why can't this guy he should be a household name yeah. he's clean he's big i mean he is he's tremendous he's one of my favorite i always say this he's higher on my list of favorite comics than i want him to be right right like uh DePaulo and quinn and Gullman were always one of my favorite comics, and I became friends with them. Uh-huh. Nate is a guy I was friends with, and he became one of my favorite comics. It's like uncomfortable how much I love his comedy. Yeah, it's great. He's in my top five, and uh, yeah, I've known him since he was a boy. Oh, yeah. But, Funny uh, guy. Boy, that, I mean... We're going to wrap up here. I, I had something, but uh, I don't know if I can top that. That's, that's such a sweet ending. Throw it out there. Well, we could save it for next week. What do you think? I mean, it's... it's Oh, boy. It's so silly. Throw out a silly. I love All a right. silly. Boy, I should have thrown this in earlier. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was such a great uh, story, a great touching moment there. But uh, as a thing I saw on the train the other day, that I got to run by you. I got to get your feedback because I'm appalled and disgusted by it. There was a guy on the train, good-looking blonde guy, nice head of hair, well-dressed, reading a book, picking his nose and eating it. Oh! What is that? Come on! God, that is not good for you. On the train! And he was doing it, and uh, I couldn't help but be like my my disgusted face. I know it's the radio, but I was like, 
Oh, my God. And he looked over at me, and, of course, normally when you're disgusted by someone and they look over at you, you change your face. I couldn't change it. Wow. I was like, I'm going to gross. I'm gonna be grossed out and let you know it. Wow. What is this, the 80s? I haven't heard of anyone eating their boogers since 78. And good-looking dude. He looked like uh, like one of the Cobra Kai, you know, like just young blonde dude. Wow. I mean, I pick my nose a lot. I love I'd a nose Almost pick. never eat it. That's yeah. crazy. I take pride in flicking that thing against the wall. Oh, yeah. You ever drop a booger before you're done playing with it? It's tragic. Oh, no. You're like, oh, I lost it. It's in the carpet. I'm like, God damn it. Oh. I was having fun with that then one. Then you got you to gotta mash it down that carpet so no one sees yeah. it. Yeah. Same thing with toenails. You play with it for a while. If you drop it, you're like, God damn it. I was enjoying That's true. that. true. Love a good a springy toenail. You get oh, to bend yeah. it. You flick that thing. Oh, yeah. I bite oh. my nails. Me too. All right. It's just... Beginning of time. I think it's good for you because it's all this grunk and dirt under there, so it uh, makes your immune system better. Yeah, it's good to eat that. But yeah, right. don't we, eat the boogers, folks. We got to wrap up. I hope there's not a podcast behind us. They're going to hate us. Oh, all right. we're all right. Okay. Boy, a great ep. What an ep. Yeah. Great, great to see you. You for too. God's sakes. Hopefully, are you around next week? Can we do I, one next week? I am around next week. We'll have to do it Monday. Let's do it. All right. We'll make a schedule. Uh, well, you, thanks for listening, everybody. You know the routine. I, I, this podcast is going to succeed by word of mouth. Yes. If you enjoy the show, tell a friend, tell a few friends. You got to say, you got to hear this podcast. These two are whatever we are, gay Amen. and silly. Yes, fun fruits over here. Uh, so subscribe, tell people, show a friend, get on the Twitter, get on the email, and book us for a goddamn show. We'd love to come to your town and uh, say hello. Yeah, the best thing you can do for us is uh, to tell some other people. and We, uh, we appreciate it, and it just keeps building, and uh, yeah. we love you for listening. Ooh, let me plug this. Please. Uh, the New York Comedy Festival is coming up in November, early November. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm booking a show. Joe is on it. It's at The Stand. I think November you're right. 8th. November yeah. 8th, yes, at 8 o'clock at The Stand. Joe's on it. Sam Morrill, some other friends are going to be on it. Uh, and also, we are in the New York Podcast Festival in January. Yes. So uh, beware for that. We want to sell that puppy out. Yeah. We'll do a live one. Yeah, we'll let you know more about these February shows. And uh, oh, yeah. if you've got a bar show or you got some friends and a private, whatever you want to do, let us know. We'll come out there. Yeah, we love the feedback. We love the pictures you guys make. Yeah, it's great. So uh, follow us on Instagram, Mark Norm, Joe List Comedy. Uh, we love you. That's yeah. about it. Thank and you so much. Shave it up. Appreciate it. Harry's.